The coronavirus pandemic is here and we'll help guide you through it. The news about COVID-19 is changing daily. Keeping you up to date each morning with developments, this podcast will give you our latest news and some ideas of what to expect moving forward. Daily at herald-review.com. This is Allison Petty, the local news editor for the Herald and Review, back with your Monday coronavirus update. Unfortunately, two additional deaths were reported in Macon County on Sunday, so we'll talk about that and other news later in the podcast. As always, the reporting I mentioned will be available at herald-review.com and in our print editions. But first, today's resource highlight is the City of Decatur's COVID-19 resources page, which I'm certain we've promoted before, but there is a lot of good information here, either for residents or business owners. It also has links to other useful sites. So the way to find this is to go to decaturil.gov, that's decaturil.gov, and click on the link at the top that says COVID-19 Information and Resources. Also, on a note related to the city, I would just like to remind everyone that today is the day face coverings begin to be required on Decatur Public Transit. Now, obviously there is a shortage of masks in some areas, so it does not have to be a specific type of mask according to the city, which says homemade face coverings, homemade masks, paper masks, scarves, etc. can be worn to cover the face. Now in local news, as I mentioned earlier, Two more deaths were reported Sunday. They were a woman in her 90s and a woman in her 70s, and both were residents of Fair Haven's Senior Living Indicator. All of the nine county residents who have died were Fair Haven's residents. The good news is that there were no new cases confirmed Sunday, meaning we stayed at 54, and nine people have been released from isolation, which is also good news. This is as close as we will be able to get to saying whether someone has recovered. Of the 54 cases, 36 of those are associated with Fair Havens, which has not responded to our daily requests for comment for several days now. There are 33 people in isolation at home and three are hospitalized according to the county's Joint Crisis Communication Team. Now, I want to take a minute here to address some very frequent questions that we have been getting and that we asked the health department yesterday. Public Health Administrator Brandy Binkley was very quick to send us these answers, which we appreciate, so that we can share the information with all of you. The first is, how many tests have there been? How many are pending? And why isn't that number being reported anymore as it was toward the beginning of the pandemic? I'm just gonna read you her answer about that. Because not all tests go through IDPH or require pre-authorization now, as some tests are going through commercial labs, we do not constantly have an accurate count of pending tests until we get a result for each of positive or negative. Because of this, we are not reporting this number every day as it can be misleading to our community. That being said, we did request a report from IDPH this past Friday and it showed 274 tests completed. We have requested this number from IDPH for the start of this coming week and are hoping to get that report from them at least once a week so that we can provide that information to the public. The second question that the Herald Review has been getting is, 
Where did the nine people die? Have they died at the hospital or at Fairhaven's? This is related to a rumor that is going around, which is that either Fairhaven's is not transporting patients to the hospitals or the hospitals are refusing to accept them. So we asked about this and I'm going to just read you the response again from Brandy Binkley so that you can hear what her exact words were. The health department is not reporting the location of every person that passes away for the privacy and safety of those people and their loved ones grieving loss. There have been some Fairhaven's residents who have lost their lives, but these people have been a mix of passing away at home and at hospitals. For the privacy and safety of all involved, we will not disclose the location of every person whose life is lost to COVID-19 throughout the duration of this pandemic. So that's some of the local information that we have. Now here's what's going on with the state. On Sunday, the state reported that the total number of deaths is 1,290, which is 31 higher than the number reported the previous day. There have been a total of 30,357 cases statewide. Also on Sunday, the director of the Illinois Department of Public Health, Dr. Ngaze Azike, was asked about outbreaks in nursing homes she said IDPH is, quote, sending materials for testing to those locations so that we can do aggressive testing of the staff and people who would be in that facility. So the Herald Review has reached out to IDPH to find out what assistance they may be offering to Fairhaven's, and we will let you know if and when we hear back about that. So that's a quick roundup of today's coronavirus information. As always, we very much appreciate your support of our work with the digital or print subscription if you're able to do so. Local journalism is so important in times like these. So many organizations across the country are facing huge financial challenges right now, just like other local businesses. For those of you who are our readers and supporters, we are grateful for you and we couldn't do this work without you. Thank you, stay safe, and I hope you have a good week despite all of the challenges that we are facing.